0: Hey. Got your little Talk CDL shirt on there, I see, huh? I do, I do. You know, people actually write in all the time, and they ask if they can buy our apparel and everything, and we <laughs> we never put it up for sale. I don't know why. We used to give it away, but um, we uh never put it on the page to sell. A lot of people do that. They sell their stuff. Mm-hmm. i got to change my headset here. Hold on one second. While I'm working, what do you got to say?
1: Well, we, we had a Shopify account and we didn't really do much with it. So we weren't able to actually put some of our stuff up for sale on that. So yeah. we've been notified that we should really be doing that. So I think maybe that's one of the things I'm going to try and attempt to do.
0: Yeah, we're not as high tech as some of the other guys. But anyways, welcome to the show. Thank you. Cool. So uh, a couple things that I want to actually I want to talk to you, talk to everybody today about this court is annoying me. I want to talk to everybody today about what to do around down power lines. How many truck drivers know what to do around power lines? And a lot of them are smart enough to go, "Well, don't get out of your like say you're in an accident. Or you're somewhere where a pole falls over and there's live wires on the ground. And this goes for people in cars as well as trucks. Um, but here's a situation. What if you're in an accident and many times our son-in-law is, works for uh, Duke Energy. And how many times does he get called up because a trucker or somebody snaps a pole line? All the time. A, a power pole. And, you know, they've got to shut the power down and all sometimes to rescue people. But here's another question. What if you're in a truck or a car, you wreck, power lines are down, and a fire starts? Can't stay in your vehicle. And we're going to talk about that on Talk CDL today. Plus, we're going to talk about Flying J in Texas recently burned down with some quinky dinks or coincidences. Um, And you've got... And we actually had announced we were going to be talking about the 12 days of Christmas by love's truck stop. Um, on a podcast we recorded, but that's going to actually, this is going to sound weird. Everybody, that podcast is going to come out after this one. So in the beginning of the next one, we'll be talking about it, but you guys have already have heard it.
1: Yeah. We're not going to make editors go through all that. It's kind of
0: weird. Just, we're a little bit weird. We're just
1: reminding you to do that. That look, think of it that way. Yeah. We're talking about it, but it's just a reminder.
0: Yeah. So anyways, on with the show. Ruthann, today we are brought to you by Carter Lumber. And interesting, we had been speaking with the folks over there at Carter Lumber. They said they're looking to hire some drivers. Local, 160 locations. Chances are there's a place for you at Carter Lumber if you have a Class A or a Class B CDL. But guess what? If you don't have a Class A or a Class B CDL, they will... Still hire you, they have driving positions that don't require a class A and a class B. Also, if you're a student driver coming out of school, Carter Lumber will train you and give you a home everyday local job. A lot of these drivers, Ruth Ann, are looking for home every day when they come out of school, and most companies are not wanting to hire them because they don't have the experience. Well, Carter Lumber is willing to give them a local home everyday job right out of school.
1: Right, but make sure you keep your certificate from that school.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're also brought to you by DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.
1: Yeah.
0: D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. They're, they're an app-based company. They, you download their app and then you, it enables you to bypass the scales. If you own a few trucks and you have drivers, trust me, your drivers will appreciate you by getting them a um, a way to bypass the way stations. DriveWise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E wyze.com, and last but not least national carriers call them at 888-311-7076 if you're looking for a regional or an over-the-road job a trainer's job or a team job and they also have leasing uh one of those beautiful blue kenworth t680s again call them at 888-311-7076 and they have lots of freight unlike of the rest of the industry right now um which actually, be honest with you, moving on, Ruth, and from our sponsors, I wanted to actually mention that today that, you know, in the talks that I have with trucking companies, there's a trend now in the trucking industry that they're seeing, and a lot of drivers are now looking for jobs, not lease purchase. A year ago, every trucker wanted to do a lease purchase because the spot market. And the rates were right, like super good, through the roof. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm gonna explain, I'm gonna explain to you and to everybody. Pull that mic over. Um, it's,
1: it's gonna squeak loud, so
0: that's okay. just bring it on over. They don't care. There you go. Um, I'm gonna explain to everybody about the really, really good times that truckers just went through. Even though the COVID was a bad time for a lot of people in the country, it was a very, very good time for money to be made in trucking. Mm -hmm. I'm going to explain this to everybody so everybody understands what's going on in the industry. And when I say this, trust me, I am absolutely 100% spot on. Okay. What I'm getting at is the industry never seen rates like we see a lot of drivers got spoiled the last two to three years. True. True. And so what happened was, and here I'm going to just kind of give it to you in short form if I'm capable of not dragging this on. Oh, please. So a lot of, a lot of drivers were off during the COVID. The government paid. A lot of you guys, some of you guys know who I'm talking to. You guys sat home. And they collected, I think like around eleven hundred bucks, twelve hundred bucks, right? And they thought they they thought, oh man, I'm making money. Well, see, you were paying your bills, you were getting eleven, twelve hundred dollars. Um unfortunately for those guys, the guys that stayed trucking, which was about I'd say half the country stayed trucking, maybe a little more. What it did was while these drivers sat home collecting Stimulus checks. It made a huge like. There's always been a shortage of drivers. We know that, right? We've right. been in the industry forever, and they've been saying, "Oh, we're like all these drivers short. 100,000 drivers, 10 million, quillion, zillion, Jill." Right, but there. You was, don't exaggerate at all, do you? There was nothing like, and no, I don't. There was nothing like the COVID times because it created such a big shortage of actual drivers. Now, why why is that important, Troy? Because brokers, which move most of the freight in the country, needed to get their freight moved. And they weren't stupid. They were willing to slice their own throat just to keep their customers and move the freight. So, they were also getting big dollars. They would go to these shippers Hey, you want to get your freight moved? We got to pay. Well, you're going to have to pay. And so, you know, everybody that is a manufacturer knew, okay, I'm going to have to pay to get my freight moved, which should tell you something, how much they're actually making on you mm-hmm. when you buy something at the store. But, mm-hmm. but that's another another subject. So what happened was brokers were paying crazy rates. And here's why because of the shortage that the COVID created for every, I'm just using this as a number for every 10 loads a broker had, there might've been five drivers available, maybe seven. Therefore they had to pay and offer something that was worthwhile. So it became a bidding war that was going up. A lot of truck drivers Realized it, and they even brought in people outside of the trucking industry to get their CDL. And people were making, and I mean this sincerely, drivers this time last year, truckers were bringing home, honestly, on a regular week, three to four thousand dollars. That was clear. Mm -hmm. But the ones that really worked, some of those guys were bringing home five, six, seven, eight grand. Absolutely, running for these spot market companies. Why were they bringing home such money? Well, because fuel was was not a factor. It hadn't gone up yet. And the rates, because of the driver shortage, was through the roof. Mm-hmm. So now a driver, you know, was getting, say, four. It was common to get four bucks a mile and average that. Mm-hmm. It, it was so plentiful. The freight was so plentiful and so good that, truckers became their own dispatchers a lot of these companies were letting these drivers just book their own loads and some of these drivers that like say live in the south there was that much freight available that these drivers can go well i'm just going to take me a load from uh, tampa to dallas and i'll just book me a load back or maybe i'll book a load to virginia and then back down i'll do a triangle they were doing all kind of stuff that at their will because the freight was there wherever you went there was freight available and you could say, well, this is what I'll take, and this is how much I want. And they were beating the shit out of these brokers, and rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so, because brokers have been sticking it in the trucker's ass for, and pardon the way I, I say that, but they've been screwing the trucker and the trucking companies for many years. We had a, we had a broker from Florida right in to us. We, we, we're we not screwing people, blah, 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 And I would definitely love to come on your show and talk about it. I said, okay, leave me your number. We'll get a hold of you. You know what he did? Absolutely nothing. He, he, when, when we said, okay, dude, now we can sit and talk. Let's talk about it on the show, right? He, he had zero, zero interest at that point because over the years, it's been all brokers and they're the ones that have been controlling the freight in, uh-huh. in, in many cases. So what happened a year ago and right when the COVID hit was there was a big shortage of truckers. It drove the rates up. It made everybody make a lot of money and they could book their own loads. They It was the cat's meow if you're a trucker. It was the perfect, and guys, I was happy for them. Yeah. I really was. And so long behold, Uncle Sam stops paying the trucker
1: at home the stimulus check this st-
0: yeah the weekly they were they're were getting this weekly extra 600 bucks plus unemployment all this bullshit and all you had to do was claim you were afraid of the covid and you were getting it okay that's really the way that worked so the government ended that and what happened was all of a sudden now drivers run out of their unemployment finally at the beginning of this year it started beginning of 22 is when a lot of these guys started running out of their stimulus checks. And it really lasted probably up till the middle of this year. Some were, some were still getting paid. I hear some of them are still getting paid, but most of them are not getting paid now to sit home. So that forced the guy with the class a CDL has, in fact, trucking companies were telling me, yeah, it's very common right now when a driver applies for a job here that, 18 months of his last three years are sitting home and it says due to COVID. So anyways, that makes us
1: want to really hire you. Well,
0: my question, my question is those same guys that were sitting at home because of COVID, they were seen at Walmart shopping and at the bar and hanging out and having a good time. Of course. But work was the problem again, man, I'm not going to put them down. Well, I guess I kind of just did, but anyways, so moving on. So here's what happened. Truckers come back into the industry right? And now brokers. This was probably back in August. I remember reading an article, a broker in like uh, Memphis. He said, or a broker, not from Memphis. He had a load from Memphis going to the Northwest. He said, I was being fair. And I put, I put this up for grabs And he said, I actually put it up, it was like at that time it was like three bucks a mile still, right? Just barely three bucks a mile. He said, at that time I put it up for two ninety or something like that. He said, and all of a sudden I start getting phone calls. Oh, you already booked it, I'll take it for two eighty. Oh, you already booked it, I'll take it for two seventy-five. Truckers and little companies started driving driving it down. And now the brokers knew that day is when these brokers started realizing, guess what? Now we have for every 10 loads. Now we might have 10 drivers or 11 drivers or 12 drivers. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Not only that, here's the other thing that hurt the assembly line in other industries. Okay. Like for example, I don't know. I, I'm not going to name a company, but maybe a company that makes tools or gloves or whatever. They're sh- they're they're not putting out the freight they used to, so they're they can't keep up with the amount of drivers. Uh-huh. So now all of a sudden you have more drivers and companies. That's why companies are going. There's a lot of companies that went out of business lately because of no freight uh-huh. and soft freight. Where it's almost Christmas and the freight's soft right now. What's going to happen in January? A lot of these companies that that played with themselves and honestly didn't get any customers during COVID times. They should have been trying to get customers, right? Those guys are going to be going out of business January and February. You watch and see. I know a company right now, they're actually parking trucks because it costs them less to keep the truck sitting instead of putting a driver in it where they're just barely making, uh, breaking even. Seriously, they're, he said to me, "So I'm going to break even if I hire somebody right now. He said, it's cheaper for me not to be at risk with the driver maybe having an accident or damaging the truck. He said, I'll park my trucks until hopefully things get better. So companies are doing that. So anyways, going back to my story, um, with the shortages in the country, the drivers coming back to work, and then fuel going up through the roof, it created the perfect situation now to where the brokers are now at the advantage, and the rates have gone down. Right now, the rates are like just above 2 bucks a mile. Truckers cannot make money. Your eyes look tired. No, you had that deep stare.
1: I'm paying attention to you. Wow. So, I could be gazed out into nothing. I uh, no. <laughs> la la la. Anyway, so um, no, the, but the one light keeps shining in my eyeball, so that might be what the light. Like, the truckers
0: are not making money at two bucks a mile. The companies now. Here's the other side of the coin: the JB Hunts, the Swifts, those guys make money at that. Those guys can make a 100 bucks a truck. When you have 10,000 trucks, you've actually made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So the big, giant companies now are at the advantage. So I've got advice. And this is what I'm hearing. I'm now hearing from trucking companies that truck drivers are more now looking to be company drivers, but they're looking for... 70, 80 cents a mile, 1099. That's not happening much anymore either. A lot of those companies, in fact, I was talking to a company in Chicago the other day, very nice people. They said, we can't pay that anymore. They said, we honestly, our profit... They said if we're above sixty cents right now, I'm just saying this is December of twenty-two. They said if we're above sixty cents, there really isn't crap for profit at this point. And the way the and the rates keep going down, which means they're 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 cutting people's pay. So the drivers that are still at 70, 75, 80 cents a mile on these ten ninety-nine jobs, guess what? They're not getting miles. Now there may be one or two guys out there still doing it and getting good miles. Good for them. I'm happy for any driver that's making a lot of money. But a lot of truck drivers right now are calling companies and they want nothing to do with the lease or the lease purchase because of high fuel, low 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 rates. I, I in fact I seen a an ad on Facebook the other day for a trucking company. You see them all the time, and they had their rates out there and they, and they said guaranteed. It was like two bucks a mile or something like that, two or two fifty. I think it was two two bucks a mile or two twenty. It was like in the low twos. Mm-hmm. And like every driver, like there was like hundreds of comments saying, don't take this cheap freight. We we won't make it with this cheap freight. Guess what? You have no choice. You actually have no choice. If you think you're going to hold out for expensive freight, truckers have been, owner-operators have been saying that forever. The J.B. Hunts, when they had deregulation happened in the 70s when the government used to set their rates, that's when everybody made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And then when they deregulated, the big giant companies, they were like they, see, truck drivers back in the 70s were, were hoping to deregulate, meaning stop telling us what the rates are, Mr. Government. Well, the government actually had the rates set where the guys were making a lot of money. And you see, the trucking companies, they thought, we'll just charge more. The problem is the J.B. Hunts and the Swiss and everybody was sitting there rubbing their hands going, you know how a fly does that? Yeah. The flies go. Remember that, how they do yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> they rubbing their face. They they were going please deregulate because we're gonna we're gonna bring the rates down and we're gonna drive people out of business and grow and they did so what happens now is the big trucking companies that are signed with customers and signed with fuel discounts they're probably the ones to if you still own your own truck they're probably the ones to to lease onto this is my advice if you're looking for a company to lease onto or to to go drive for. Right now, a steady income is better than anything. Uh-huh. I mean that. We- and a lot of these companies offer 80000 $85,000 a year. W-2, not 1099. And a lot of guys are going, oh, screw that. I'm not going to drive for that. Well, then you ain't going to drive. You can go get your 1099 job right now, but I'll guarantee you, you won't get shit for freight. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee them they're not going to pay you like they were. And the guys that still have the higher pay are getting the lower miles. And the guys that come into the new to the same company where you're getting maybe 70 cents and and, they're, and these other guys are coming at 55 to 60 cents, guess what? Guess who they're going to give the miles to? Think about it. For every 1,000 miles, if I pay you, if I'm a company and I've got drivers that are still from the COVID times where they were getting paid, say, seventy cents a mile, for every thousand miles I got to I got to pay him seven hundred dollars to deliver that load. Now, if I get somebody that comes in at fifty-five to sixty cents, that's a $100, 150 dollars savings. Who do you think I'm going to give the freight to? Now, I'm just saying, if I'm the trucking company, this is the way they think. Mm-hmm. So, if you think you're going to hold out for higher rates, you're not going to get miles, and you ain't going to get money. And I know a lot of them are going f you, Troy, blah blah. I'm just telling you the way it is. I'm not trying to tell you that I. That that I like that situation. No. I'm not telling you that I agree with the trucking companies and the brokers. I'm just telling you when you're in a market where it's soft freight, high fuel, okay, and rates are coming down like a freaking landslide, you better find yourself a trucking company that has contracts with customers that a steady freight or... They are owned by their own freight because that's steady income right now. Those big, giant paychecks we were just talking about from the COVID times, they're gone for right now. And you know what's funny? There's actually, I'm going to give you my opinion. You had mentioned the, the rail strike, the railroad strike. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going, oh, my gosh, if that happens, it's going to be really bad. I think the trucking industry, the rates will go back up. I really do, because these guys will have to go into the yards and be picking up this freight to get it delivered. And mm-hmm. the brokers, they're going to be forced to pay these big rates again. I think that you could see another year of amazing trucking for these truckers if there is a railroad strike. Okay, I really do believe that, because there'll be more freight than they can handle, mm-hmm. again, because the rail, there's a lot of freight that comes intermodal across the country. Mm-hmm. And you could see a lot, especially team partners that run coast to coast you can see them all of a sudden getting super crazy money Mm -hmm. to get this delivered but again it's not going to last
1: no it's not going to last and then if 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 something doesn't happen by the time the soft quarter comes in which is right after um january you know, our fir- the first quarter of the year is usually the softer quarter. Yeah, that's a bad quarter always. So, Even in good times, the right. first three months of the year suck. So, because there's nothing that people don't purchase as much because of the fact that they already just blew all their money on Christmas. On Christmas. Yeah. And then you have a little bit with Valentine, but that usually comes out in the beginning of January. So... If you love somebody,
0: Valentine's works. <sighs> what if you don't love somebody? What if you don't have a Valentine?
1: Then you get to save that money.
0: There you go. You get to save your ten ninety nine on your Stouffer's chocolate. Mm-hmm. But but no, seriously, you're right. The first quarter sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, flatbed freight usually sucks because it's you, too cold. road construction is like what below fifty five or fifty three degrees. So a lot of flatbed freight doesn't kick in until the spring. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, it's a it's a very with with the assembly lines being slow right now and the rates really low and the fuel being high and everything. The mixture. For, I can't even see. I'm afraid of what the f- the first quarter of 2023 is going to be like. I truly am afraid for a lot of people and especially the companies that rely they the only this railroad strike, believe it or not, could be a saving grace for the trucking industry because of the railroad not being able to haul it. Right. As long as they can get their hands on it in the ports and can, you know, can 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 work deals out with brokers, mm-hmm. I can assure you this could be a this could actually help the trucking industry. If these son of a guns with their choo-choo trains stop running across the country, but we're, that's, that remains to be seen. So going back to my advice, drivers, if, 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 if freight keeps doing what it's doing, you really are better off finding a good trucking company that is signed with customers. And when you talk to these truck, when you interview the trucking company, call them, ask them, well, who's your freight? Is it contracted freight? Okay, if they say they have customers and they tell you their customers, ask them when's the negotiation for those contracts? Are is it almost up? Yeah, is, or, it,
1: is it December?
0: Exactly. Do you have another three years with these contracts, or, or is or could you possibly be losing these contracts? Because a lot of this is you're really dependent on the 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 trucking company's ability to move freight, mm-hmm. and with the way things are right now, you really are better off. Finding somebody with customers.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. And I know in California, their ports—they're having like a big issue going on there with what was, what was needed. So if if that's something that's going to be needed for other ports or anything like that, I would say just start getting prepared for it.
0: You know, we're coming up on a million downloads here on Talk cdl which is really cool that we got such a nice size audience. I got to tell you about California. They're actually, believe it or not, I mean, because like every goofy law comes out of California, but they are one of our Biggest audiences in the United States. Not that. Not that Florida. Florida's huge. We got oh, a lot of Florida. California's listeners.
1: California's a big state.
0: Yeah, California's. We got. I mean, I look at the. I look at the numbers, and I'm like, wow, look at California. Texas is really big. So shout out to you Texans, and shout out to you to you Californian truckers. Don't get me wrong. We don't dislike you guys. We just dislike your state and the laws. Some of the laws. Some of ridiculous the goofy laws. And I don't think
1: they like their laws either. With some of them, they just can't leave the state to do it.
0: Well, let me let's move on to one thing real quick. I want to talk about if we can, let's move on from the lease purchase company driver incident and stick with California for just a second. Cause one of their new um, uh, laws or whatever, I, th- I I can't, I don't even know. Maybe you can Google it. There's a certain year like 2030 where every, every vehicle in California has to be electric or natural gas, but it cannot be, um, diesel or gas powered motors anymore. Okay. And uh, ironically, um, I just read, and I want to see if I could pull it up here. 2035. Oh, it's 2035. Okay. So you've got another 12 years. It's cars. It's car. It's semi trucks too. I think it's all motors. In fact, lawnmowers, everything. I'm pretty th- sure. It's gas here only, so. Gas-powered. Well, I'm telling you, it's also tractor-trailers.
1: It's saying last month, California regulators passed rules banning the safe or sale of new gas-powered cars by 2035, a move hailed as a significant victory in the fight against climate change.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure semi-trucks fall in there also. I mean... They've been attacking semi-trucks with carbon emissions and everything since 2010. But what I'm getting at is I just read that Pepsi is going to finally receive, after three years, they ordered, guess what, Teslas. Really? And it's all going to be based in California, two of their plants in California. I think they're getting 100 um, probably battery-operated Teslas. Um, Elon Musk. And it's this coming Thursday, which, um, you know, we don't usually give out dates on this show because of when things are published, mm-hmm. but, um, this coming Thursday, which I think is like the, I don't know. What's Thursday's date Ruthann? Yeah, Let me pull up the calendar here. I think here. it's
1: December 8th.
0: Is it the 8th? Yeah. This We're going to be at a concert. Okay. So yeah, 2023, December 8th. Tesla at a show in Nevada is going to be presenting the new Tesla semi-trucks to Pepsi. And I know a lot of drivers are really down on electric trucks, but I would tell you something. If it's going to change over, you might as well get on the damn bandwagon now, invest in it or something. Mm -hmm. It seems like they're they're not investing billions of dollars for nothing. So it's definitely coming, but they're going to be giving them their trucks and, uh, I guess Elon Musk is quoted. I mean, he had just they, he said he just Tesla just claimed they they uh, took an electric semi truck and completed a 500 mile dispatch with 81,000 pounds. So they must have had a permit for the extra thousand pounds, um, unless Elon doesn't realize he can't have more than 80,000 without a permit. Um, but anyways, they supposedly these Tesla trucks are going five to 700 miles on a charge, mm. which is crazy incredible. Um, you know, I've, we've got a good friend that's got that Tesla S, Sam. And, you know, it's funny. When you get in his car,
1: and, like, I've gone on little trips with him. I think he got insulted when he asked me, how does it feel? I said, kind of like a regular vehicle. It,
0: well, that's my whole point. You mm. don't even realize, like, okay. it's not like, it's not like, like, when you get on a golf cart that's electric versus a power motor powered one, you step on the gas on the motor powered golf cart and it's, and it goes and you step on the one that's a, uh, a, a battery operator. and just goes, which you can feel the difference right away because of the noise of the motor.
1: Well, you can't really tell the passengers are having a harder time with that.
0: Right. Well, what I'm getting at is when you're in, in a Tesla and now they have a thing where they have to have some kind of noise with them because of, of people walking out in front yeah. of them, but, but, um, you, you're right. When I'm in Sam's car,
1: I it doesn't, I don't say to myself, wow, this feels cool. Being, yeah. I no. haven't had that feeling it's, yet. Yeah, it's I fe- only rode in it once though.
0: Yeah. You feel like you're in a car. It, there's, it's like, okay, I'm in a car.
1: Big deal. And it is what it is. I'm, not a, I'm not a junkie, a yeah. car junkie.
0: So anyways, so they are, they are definitely, um, Trying to make this transition in California.
1: It is just, it, it, I'll, I'll read you real quick. Go ahead. This came out at the end of um, the month. It says the California Air Resource Board, CARB, I thought that was pretty funny, CARB, on Thursday signed off on a sweeping plan requiring that by 2035, all new passenger cars and light trucks sold in the state be electric vehicles or other emission mod- free models.
0: So they have actually passed that it's going to be semi-trucks also. Just light trucks so well, far. Well, maybe they're being smart enough to know that, listen, if, we, if, if it's not completely capable in 12 years, um, we won't be able to get product if we pass this law and people can't bring it into our state. So maybe maybe diesels will still be allowed in, in uh, 2035. I don't know. When was that article? When was the date of that article? that you're reading cuz this it may it may have been last year
1: No, it was just in August of this 22. So,
0: so just basically 4 months ago.
1: Yeah, it says that it's not forcing. It's funny cuz it says we're not forcing this rule doesn't force California's car shoppers to buy these vehicles but instead creates fines for automakers who fail to comply with the targets. So you could buy your car in Nevada and then go over to California and drive it. That's what it's sounding like. <laughs> I mean, if you, it doesn't say that you have to use a non emission car. It's just saying they can't sell it mm-hmm. in California. Right. So okay. that's kind of odd. All right. That's cool.
0: So anyways. Any hoo That was uh, something that I thought was quite interesting. I know a lot of people are bucking against the electric vehicles and I'm just telling you guys, I I can't tell the difference between an electric car, you know what I mean? Cause here's I a, here's the difference. If you get in a gas powered or a diesel powered vehicle, right, and you push down on the fuel, you're going to run out of fuel eventually after so many miles. Mm-hmm. Well, it's no damn different. Your foot's going to push down on that electric pedal and you're going to run out of power. Mm-hmm. It's They're really... <laughs> the only... The only thing of course I question it will it wear out a lot quicker? is it good for? because like right now most vehicles are good for even your American vehicles go 200,000 miles now. Um, will the and here's what I was told with the electric vehicles because there's no vehicle, no motor idling or moving, there's no vibration at all. So it doesn't, it doesn't wear out a lot of your other components because it's just foot to pedal and then power versus an idling motor that's always vibrating. And you you might not be able to feel the vibration, but the vibration of the motor actually has a long-term effect on vehicles over so many years. So I'm just interested to see, and in fact, Sam's car it's the 2013 S and it looks like it's brand new. Y- you know, that's a 2013. You couldn't tell no. the difference. I mean, a little difference in body style, but it's that Hunter Green Tesla S. Uh, yeah, it's
1: it was gray. It, it
0: looks grayish black, but it's green. If you look at it, it's actually a dark green. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful car.
1: Well, I know with our car, when we're sitting at the, sun, at the red light, Honda's been making it for a while where it just shuts off and you don't have the extra. Right. Um, running, correct. So. Yeah, um, and I actually
0: like that. I'm, I'm used to that. A lot of people when they first start,
1: it, it took me a while to get used to it. And if yeah. I'm going in town and I'm hitting, I'll, re- I'll turn it off because you can turn it off. So sometimes depending on where I'm at, what I'll happens? Just what happens that if that's, off just because there's a delay when you hit the gas and afterwards for it to yeah. turn back on?
0: I've always wondered what's going to happen if. The motor don't start when you, it shuts off at the red light and then don't start. So it's kind of leery of that, but we've been using it for years. Anyways, let's move on. Moving on. Let's move on. Actually, I wanted to talk about one thing today, and it was kind of, you know... I, I, we have I had, two things then, too. Should we have three more things? Well, you know... um well, you want to. You want to hold off on the twelve days for the last part, and I'll do this real quick.
1: It's just that's fine. I do. Why do you want? I tell you why you're looking that up. I'm not looking anything up. I have it right here. Okay. Well, I want to mention something real quick. Go ahead. While you're while you're pausing. I wasn't pausing. No, I'm pausing you. You're here. pausing me. Pause. Beep. You know, last night we were watching a movie. What was the movie? Well, we were watching a show. We we're watching Wednesday with our daughter, and I like those kind of shows. Troy gets bored. So he's falling asleep. But you know what he did? The bugger hit the remote three different times on the show. And it's like, just give me the remote. You've lost the privilege. So I had to take the remote from him because he kept pausing the show on us. So, yes, I did go there. Anyways, so everybody knows that I am a big advocate for TAT, right?
0: Which stands for what?
1: Truckers Against Trafficking.
0: Yes, you are very big into TAT.
1: Yes. So... To prepare everybody, the month of January is National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And TAT has a lot of stuff that they're going to help drivers with promoting that. So what they're saying is if you go to their website, um, truckersagainsttrafficking.org, you can actually get some free um, stickers and stuff to put out, uh, to put on your vehicle, to show your support for it and help bring more of awareness. But there's also a calendar to show different things that are going on that you can actually come and help. Because they're saying like school bus drivers are actually up in the 60 percentile now for helping solve human trafficking cases. Because they get to see when they drop the kid off if it's going to get abducted or not. But anyways, go and and click on to, to TAT's website and download their app. The ta the tat social media toolkit will then be available for you. And what's nice about that is it will give the eight hundred number that you can contact if you see something suspicious. And you know, honestly, it's gonna take this stuff isn't gonna stop. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But if we can all get together and help, it's you know, you don't know you can end up saving even one person's life is is a tremendous effect on on you and that other person cuz you know you at least saved one person so
0: you know speaking of tat and you know trafficking and everything ironically today there's an article on in the news and, you know, it's funny, you know, with po- politicians make me want to throw up. If you're a politician, you make me want to throw up. I think
1: I have from them. And the
0: major news networks, CNN, Fox, all of them, I don't care who you are. You all make me want to throw up because you, your attention, they give more attention to freaking politics and s- dividing the country. There was a little girl. And the reason I'm saying this is because there was a little girl in Texas. And, and if you look on most of their, um, the big um News Network's page, their web page. They give a little article on this little girl, seven-year-old girl. I didn't even notice she was kidnapped the other day. And they found her dead. Sad. And guess what? It was a FedEx driver that's in prison. They, he confessed. And he, he kidnapped her and then killed her. And, you know, we're not going to go into detail because why a man kidnaps a seven-year-old girl, you need to be tortured, you bastard. But, but let me just say this before you say anything. This is what irks me. They're so, these news networks are so pumped up on their freaking all over the president and over, over the Senate and over the house and over the BS crap in, in the world. And, you know, our country is the way it is right now. And this little girl, the she, she gets this out. little tiny article, you know, that when, when they, sh- that sh- when she was kidnapped, that should have been plastered headlines trying to help find that little kid mm-hmm. instead all the news networks were concentrating on who's winning this and who's winning that and what this Republican's saying about this Democrat and what this Democrat's saying about this Republican. And it just makes me absolutely sick that everybody is so deeply more into that than this poor little child. She's such a beautiful little thing. She was kidnapped. She was murdered. They have her murder. He was a FedEx trucker, local delivery guy, whatever he was. Um, and now he is 31-year-old Tanner Lynn Horner uh, confessed to abducting the girl um, sick. And, and that's why, yes, I'm glad you support TAT. I mean that. You know, a lot of these truckers, if they would get trained to spot, there's people that are in cars that are kidnapped every day. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Or they're in trouble. And they try to give you a little warning sign. You should. I'm telling you, truckers, look in these cars when they're going by you. Watch for it. Mm -hmm. Watch for somebody that
1: is giving you a sign. Well, TAT offers um, webinars. They offer training sessions. They offer um, materials for you to read over. They have so much stuff that they will help you with learning the different stuff. You just got to contact them. So really the first step is you contacting TAT. All right.
0: Moving on, Ruthen. moving on. Moving on to what I wanted to talk about to begin with. It's kind of a weird subject, but it happens. We talked about it in the beginning a little bit. Um, uh, truckers every day and cars t- shear telephone poles or not or sorry power poles rather. And what happens is a lot of times a a uh, a power line a live power line is either on your vehicle or on somebody else's vehicle or maybe in in especially if you're, if the area is wet, water is a big conductor of electricity. And, and obviously the, the first thing, and this is just some advice. I got an article here and I already knew this stuff, but I want to read it anyways. Like how I said, I already knew it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, here's what it says. It says avoid touching or approaching a falling power line. Obviously down power lines are a danger uh, never touch them for safety's sake. Always assume that the fallen power line is live and follow these guidelines. Avoid touching the downed power line with your hand or an object such as a stick, a broom, or a pole. You don't want to touch it at all. Avoid touching anything such as a car, object, or equipment if, if, if the power line's on it. Okay. Keep children away from all falling electric power lines and pets Avoid driving over a fallen power line. Call 911 immediately and report it. Now, that's pretty simple stuff to understand. It's common sense, I would say. Okay, stay safe if the fallen power line touches your car. Now, what, what happens if you're in an accident, you shear to pole, whatever? It says stay in your car. Uh-huh. the ground around your car may be energized. So you got to really be careful, but you're going to love this advice though. Listen to this is coming up. It says sound the horn. Like if, if, if your phone's not working, you don't have your phone where roll down your window, sound your horn, get people to notice you to get help. Warn others to stay away. That's another thing. If you know your car or your semi truck has a power line on it and some UFC, some do good are coming to help you stay back there's a live power line on my, on my vehicle. My tires are grounding me stay back. Get me help. Okay. Um, use your phone call for help. It says, wait until the department comes a police or the fire people come and they tell you, Hey, you're okay to get out of your vehicle. Now it says, if your car is in contact with a fallen power line and a fire starts, Uh Oh, so you can't always stay in your vehicle. You can't always stay in the vehicle. Here's some guidelines. And this is, this is very common. Just so everybody knows this, this happens every day somewhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. If you're a driver, or if it, not just trucker, anybody in cars, everybody should know this stuff. So now, if you have to get out because now your vehicle's on fire, what would you do, Ruthann? Your vehicle's on fire. You, do you know? For all? you don't probably know.
1: Not really. I mean, I know that the tires are grounding and it depends on what kind of shoes right. I'm wearing, whether or not I can step around it.
0: Okay, see now you just used the word step around it. Now listen to this. It says remove all loose items of your clothing. You don't want anything dangling or hanging. That could touch something and, and make it be a conductor. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'll tell you, especially jewelry. You got necklaces and stuff like that. Get them all off. You don't want conductors. Now it says keep your hands at your side and jump clear of the vehicle so you are not touching the car When your feet hit the ground, you hear that? So you don't want to open up your door and step out one foot at a time. You want to keep, now listen to this, keep both feet close together. And when you jump, you want to land with both feet at the same time, or you could explode. You could actually be freaking fried by the electric, the electric current. I know this isn't probably going to happen to most people ever in a lifetime. It's never happened to me. But I'm telling you, somebody listening, this is going to happen to you someday. Mm-hmm. And you want to be prepared, believe it or not. And you want to tell your your wife, you want to tell your kids about this. This is how people get killed. So you want to jump out of your vehicle. And this is only if the vehicle's on, uh, it, it started a fire. The best advice is stay in there until help comes and they will shut the power off. Mm-hmm. But if you have to get out. You know, maybe water's filling up. Maybe maybe you're in a retention pond and, you know what I mean, like we have retention ponds and a power pole fell over and, and a wire's in there with you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of things that could happen or the vehicle's on fire. You got to get out. Mm-hmm. You open your door, remove all loose clothing. You keep your arms to your side. You keep your feet together and you leap out and you land on the ground, feet flat now you walk you know how they give you advice in the beach how to walk they call it the shuffle the shuffle the uh, the stingray stingray shuffle you don't lift your feet when you're walking in an electric powered area you do not lift your feet so you shuffle them as soon as you lift your feet you've just fried you yourself you broke that yeah you broke that current you just you just broke you just broke your ground you want to keep your feet saddled on the ground and you want to shuffle. Hmm. And if it was me, I'd shuffle a freaking mile to make sure that there was no power hitting. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you want to do. So, I, and, and many people probably never took this in consideration. No, I didn't. On Toxidio, we, sometimes we think of weird things. Yes. But these are things that do happen to drivers, car, tractor, trailer, all kind of drivers. Mm-hmm. Power lines are no, no joke. No. I've been zapped by electricity. And I want to tell you a little secret. It sucks. How did you get that? Well, my dad made this fountain when I was a kid, and it was a. He had we put fish in it. We had a raccoon. The raccoon would go yeah, in there. Twitter. And t- Twitter. She would go in there and she'd take the fish out and eat them. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I had a pet raccoon. But anyways, um, so he had this pump. Rebecca wants us to get another one. She's We're not telling you. So we had this pump, right? Mm-hmm. And the pump had a bare wire of the cord was messed up. And so my dad goes, "Hey, go pull the cord." Now, I know he didn't try to kill me, I think.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I grabbed onto that wire and I couldn't even open my
1: hands. It w- it hurt. Wow. So, I got pretty zapped. Um See, I, don't, I don't I don't like the I don't, I'm one of those moms that are really bad when it came to checking the 9-volt batteries. I would go to my son's say stick your tongue out and they are like what and at first i got away with it the first couple of times stick your tongue out Toof. yep it worked yeah ruth <laughs> or no it didn't now not now even, on, i can't do that then,
0: hold on hold on ruth and sometimes it's confusing the way she talks and people are going what the hell is she talking about the when you test a 9 volt battery if you put your tongue on it and it shocks you it still has power because the two prongs are on both ends of that battery. That's why you can do that. And Ruth M would use the kids, <laughs> our kids, as Just a... Te- the, as a
1: well, well, no, I did have the girls do it once or twice. She would use our kids
0: <laughs> as a tester. <laughs> Ow! She wouldn't use me because I wasn't stupid enough to put my tongue out. I'd grab her tongue and pull it out of her mouth. But anyways, yes, we were... Not me, but Ruth Ann was a cruel <laughs> a cruel mother. You could have you could have been in trouble for that.
1: No. <laughs> it's not life threatening. That, that, that's child abuse, you know that, right? Uh, no. That was pretty bad.
0: But anyways, <laughs> electricity is no nothing to mess with when you are in any kind of an accident and always be aware of your surroundings and keep your both feet on the ground and keep your hands to your side. And shuffle. Do not pick your feet up when walking away, trying to get away from the scene of down power lines. And that, Ruthann, I don't think the what was. Oh, wait a second. I, this is not the podcast. Ruthann has the Twelve Days of Christmas giveaway. It's a twelve. Is it a giveaway, Ruthann?
1: Yeah. Well, yes, it is a giveaway.
0: I'm, I'm interested to hear about this. So it's loves. Is it loves that's doing this? Yes. Okay. So let let's hear it. I'm here. I thought I heard something.
1: So um, on CDL Life, they had the article, mm-hmm. and it's um, Loves will be giving away twelve days of prizes to truck drivers starting next week, which was be the fifth,
0: the fifth of December. Mm-hmm. So it starts. 12, on, hey, wait, wait, is the song on the twelfth day of Christmas? Or the tenth, mm-hmm. the twelfth. All I know is five golden rings. Are they giving out like all that, like? Are they giving rings out and,
1: well, or is I'll, it trucker stuff? It's trucker stuff. Oh. So I'll let you know what you need to do is you go on to Love's Facebook page starting December 5th mm-hmm. and you need to make a comment of some sort to the prize giveaway. Mm-hmm. Whatever they post for that day of what they're doing, mm-hmm. you need to make a comment, you need to do something excuse me, something, some kind of response to that. And you're automatically put into the, you automatically entered in for that prize then. Cool. So what they're doing is love is, um, giving away 12 days of prizes, but they're also donating $30,000 to the St. Christopher truck fund, which St. Christopher's truck fund is one of those, um, organizations that if a trucker is ill or injured, they help him with the necessities that he needs to maintain um, living expenses for like mortgages or health insurance or something to that effect, electricity. You fill out your paperwork and it will help you then maintain um, your your living for a time frame to you can get back in your truck to continue on. So some of the things that they're going to be giving away is let me get to that page. Oh what? I said, let me get to that page. Prizes include a Nintendo Switch, um, an ice maker, a Coleman cooler,
0: an ice maker. Yeah, I'm, for the truck. I'm I'm, I'm that's assuming. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, cell phone gear, headsets, and more. And then the grand prize is $1, 100000 $100, Um, my love reward points, which is the equivalent of 8000 dollars. So that's the grand. Prize is basically a thousand dollars, but only can be spent at Love's.
0: But what's cool is um, they're, you know, give, and I'm sure it's not. They're not just giving away one Nintendo Switch. It's probably, mm-hmm. you know, plenty of them across the country. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, that would be pretty cheap if they were only giving one Nintendo Switch away.
1: You know, it just says a prizes include a Nintendo Switch, ice maker. So I don't know. Oh. Well, I mean how many of each item? I mean, I'm hoping because the cell phone gear they could definitely give a few of those things. Well, here's
0: yeah, if you're love, if you're the owner of loves, show some love because I mean, I mean I'm it almost sounds like they're just giving away one Nintendo switch on one day. I don't think loves is that cheap. I mean, look at the millions of dollars they make every day off truckers. You can afford to give away like maybe a a, a Nintendo Switch at every one of your damn truck stops.
1: Well, if it's the equivalent of a thousand dollars being the grand price. Yeah, the grand price is a thousand dollars. And 000. a Nintendo Switch, if depending on which one you're getting. They're four or five hundred bucks, right? Yeah, so I don't I, it might just be one switch. That's pretty
0: damn cheap though. So you're telling me out of everything only Twelve truckers are going to get a chance to win a prize out of all the th- millions of truckers that patronize your your store, okay? And they're they're cheap prizes. I'm just going to say it. I don't care. And you're going to tell me I don't believe that. I believe Love's is probably passing out more than just one. Maybe each per each person can only win one but come on they've got to be given out like on the 12th day of Christmas let's say it's a Nintendo switch right on the 12th day of Christmas my true love gave to me a Nintendo switch to um a hundred different truckers I mean honestly come on I would agree with you
1: that's pretty good. I, I that's definitely what's... agree with you that they should have
0: I, I'm sorry to sound um uh ungrateful, you know what I mean? But Ooh. come on. That's something you and I could afford to do. I We can afford to give away a Nintendo Switch to people if we wanted to do it. And we're not even close to being millionaires. These are freaking billionaire truckie, truck stops. They they should be I able to give away. I think with how it a, much the, the truck stops themselves. I'm sorry. I'm insulted if that's all they're giving away. That's,
1: that's actually cheap for somebody their size. Well, what I'm saying is the fact that um, they're geared t- strictly from a truck driver like they every bit of their money has came from the trucking industry and the truck driver exactly so for them to return what a
0: penny that's it they're, they're returning that, the, the, the equivalent to like a quarter of a penny
1: so I I agree they in appreciation
0: should. to all you truckers we're going to give away one Nintendo Switch Yeah. and maybe an ice maker <laughs> and we're going to give you a hundred thousand love points which is the equivalent to, to one thousand dollars
1: that you have to spend that you have to nuts. spend at our truck stop. So we're giving you money that you can spend only at who, our place. Who actually is the person in charge of the 12 days of
0: Christmas at Loves? I want to get them on the show and ask them, is it only that's all you're giving away? And I'm serious, I might sound like a jackass right now and and ungrateful because of what they're giving away, but to be honest with you, if that's all you're giving away, keep it. That's how I feel. I really feel that truck drivers deserve, more than 12 truckers deserve something from Love's with the freaking, in fact, when we did a survey uh, about two, or three years ago, we did a survey on truck stops. So Love's was the number one favorite because of the points and everything, right? And and the showers and everything. They were the number one uh, truck stop that everybody liked the most and if you're telling me all you're giving back is is Twelve items. the 12 items are you serious I mean come on that don't even sound right I almost have to believe that that article is miss um, is not un- is not written correctly I'm thinking there's got to be probably you know what I mean on the 12th day of Christmas in fact you know what Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe we should go to the Facebook page. That's what I was and, just going to do. And look, because on the Facebook page, it might say, yeah, okay, well, on the 12th day, we're going to give out like 20 stitches or your <laughs> Nintendo stitches. Stitch. Yeah. Stitches get snitches or niches. I can't even speak. But anyways, look again, if that's all they're giving away, I say that's pretty cheap. I really do. I'm sorry, but I'm saying it. I mean it. 12 it, days, 12 winners. That's cheap. That's what it just
1: said. 12 days, 12 winners
0: is very freaking cheap.
1: I mean, that's sincerely. A mobile to gold um, bundle, Randall Mc, uh, Rand McNally stuff.
0: Gee, that's, that's, you know how much in pizza and hot dogs they throw out in a day? It equals way more than a Nintendo Switch. Uh, Switch. Coolatron Stitchers.
1: automatic countertop yeah. ice maker.
0: I I don't like that. I'm sorry. That I'm
1: sorry, loves. I'm
0: very much disappointed in your prizes. I mean it. You guys can afford a lot more than In fact, your tax write-off, the stuff the stuff that you guys get write-offs on is in the millions, Ruth Ann. They write off millions of dollars every year. You'd think you could write off a little bit more to the to the people that uh, patronize and support you. I'm serious. And I hope this gets wind to their ears. I mean it. In fact, it probably will. So that's how I feel right now about that program. And whoever, whoever came up with that, I I can imagine that the the board meeting at Love's a couple months ago. I got a, I got a winner. How about the twelve? Oh no, they said this is the third year in a row they're doing this. It's like this is the year two or three. I think it, I read.
1: I don't like it. I'm sorry. I think they're being cheap. I, gr- I, I like the fact that they're giving 30000 to the St. Christopher funds, but think about it this way. Yeah, 30000 yeah. sometimes, that would only land, land one driver for you're, you're, four to six months, you're depending not, on what kind of bills he has acquired.
0: It's not, they sound stingy to me. I'm sorry. And some truckers might think that I'm a jackass for saying this, but to me, the amount of money that you make to give back. Now, listen, the people that support you are the truckers. Okay, yeah, I know that the big trucking companies make deals with you and buy the fuel off you. I get that. And they're making you quite a bit of money. But the truckers that you charge $5 for a bottle of Suave Shampoo, okay, and the, and the truckers that you charge extra money for, for all those little products that, that are in your, in your store, they're the ones that are making you guys money too. They're the ones that choose to come to you also. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it really, to me...
1: I think they should be doing more than that. I mean, I could see if they're going to have like five Nintendo Switches as being their uh, prize and the five coolers and the five of specific things. And then other littler stuff, like maybe some some points. They could afford... They, those
0: prizes that they're giving away, it wouldn't even dent their wallet if they well, did was... it. Listen to me. If they did it at every Love's truck stop, at every Love's truck stop, are you sure it doesn't say that? Are, are you sure? Because if it says that, then I, I, I apologize for being on a no, rant. No, because it's
1: on the Facebook page.
0: Okay, I'm just saying if if by chance they're doing it at every Love's truck truck stop then my apologies then then they are not being cheap okay then they're doing what they should but if it's loves all across the united states they're giving away one prize a day that's worth a couple hundred strictly dollars and then the, the the made the big
1: prize is you win a points that you have to spend here at the loves i would say that's pretty chintzy it's strictly on their facebook page it's not going into the loves and doing it you have to follow them on facebook it's their way of getting their facebook page promoted more That's is
0: honestly, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like it. And you know what? Whoever disagrees with me, you, you, you have the right to do. I mean, that's up to you. I, I, I'm, I'm really disappointed in that, in that, um, article. I am for real. I, I think any, these, these drivers give these truck stops a lot of money. They give them a lot of money. that's how they got all their money that's what I'm saying like I mean even these truck stops now charge for 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 guaranteed parking spaces even like they got they they started that and now they're all doing it you know um just the things that they get away with with these truckers and then to turn around and go get, what was the movie we seen where the guy gave like a penny <laughs> the tip and and they thought they were given a lot or a quarter. I mean, that's what it reminds me of—a miser. I mean, I'm sorry, but, anyways, I'm I'm gonna move on. In fact, that's the that's the podcast for the the week. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody! Um, we we have Christmas coming up, and we'll be live every year. We go live on New Year's, mm-hmm. so we'll look forward to hanging out with everybody. Because you know I what? Think,
1: I think I heard the editors saying something about going throughout the year and um, like getting clippets. From the top downloaded podcast and doing clipits of the top, like a recap. I heard something like that, so I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. That would be a separate thing, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, word uh, of the day. Word, word of, of the genius. day. Moving on. Ready.
0: What for? Word of the day. Yeah. Let's hear it.
1: Fark date. I. I couldn't hear it. It's up all the way. Farktate. Farktate.
0: Farktate? Yeah. It almost sounds like something illegal.
1: (laughs) Farktate.
0: He's (laughs) fartating. What the heck? What does it mean?
1: stuffed. Stuffed, filled solid. So like when you, if you're one of those people that stuff your turkey. You're fartating. You fartated your turkey. I just, it it almost sounds like something
0: that would be illegal. Well, it's. He was caught fartating. That's the picture. But it's really meaning stuffing a turkey. Interesting. Wow. So. Well, that was an interesting podcast, Ruthann. I think we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.